What's going on, good people? It's your host, the one and only John of the Giant, welcoming you to the Giant Fundamentals podcast, where we bridge the gap between sports, mental health, and life. In this episode, we're going to look at the main reason athletes crumble under pressure. Now, have you ever seen a great player completely crumble under the biggest moment? Maybe maybe it's even happened to you and you really didn't even know why. Now, the last player I could think of that crumbled under pressure was Ben Simmons when he was playing for the 76ers, the Philadelphia 76ers at that, the, the basketball team. Now, if you don't know, he passed up a wide open dunk in the final minute or so during a playoff game that would have sent his team to the Eastern Conference final one round before the championship round. And he got crushed by Philly fans. His coach threw him under the bus in the press conference after the game. His teammates were looking at him sideways, so confused as to why he did that. And truth be told, Honestly, you could see it in his face that something was up with him in that moment. He wasn't playing loose and he wasn't having fun. Then he goes out and he sits out an entire year because he requested a trade. He claimed that he was having mental health issues and he no longer felt like he can play in Philly. And then after the whole saga, after the whole year of him sitting out, He was finally traded to the Brooklyn Nets. Now, you see, this happens to players a lot at every level of every sport. The question is, why? Like, what's really going on with them? Now, I'm sure they're probably having personal issues, family issues, relational issues. I'm not sure if they're having money issues because they got money. But it could be as simple as... The moment is just too big for them and they just aren't ready to handle it. However, those are surface reasons, very surface reasons as to why players tend to crumble under under the biggest lights, under the biggest moments. Now, let me tell you the reason why they crumble in those big moments. It's simple. And it's because. They are experiencing mental disruptive patterns, cognitive distortions. Now, for those of you who don't know what that is, this is when your mind is playing tricks on you and you interpret a situation or situations in a negative way. And as a result, it affects your relationships. It reflect it affects your life. And in this case, it affects your game. And from these cognitive distortions, you begin to develop disruptive or I should say destructive beliefs that hold you back from being your best. Now, there are about 10 cognitive distortions, but I'm going to just talk about the three that I feel like really sticks out to to the athlete. But I I mean, I feel like all of them sticks out to them, but I just decided to choose three. But if you want to look at the rest of them, you can just look at my show notes and you'll be able to see and read the list of all 10. So one of them is engaging 
in catastrophic thinking. Always thinking that the worst will happen. And the way every sentence start off, it starts off as, oh, what if this? But what if this happens? But what if they laugh at me? What if I, I miss and we lose? What what if I, I trip and I stumble and then we lose? What if I'm not good enough? What if I don't have what it takes? So you go down this snowball effect of thinking negatively, like trying to, it's like you're trying to project what's going to happen in the future or the wrong things that are going to happen in the future instead of just doing your best in the moment. And it's very hard to do your best in the moment if you're having these type of thoughts called catastrophic thinking. And they seem to always start with what if, what if, what if, what if, what if. So if you see someone, you ever had a conversation with someone and you're telling them, yeah, you should go ahead and move forward and you should do that. But what if this happens? You say, yeah, but if that happens, you can do this. But what if that happens? And then they just keep going. But what if, but what if, what if that is catastrophic thinking? Then there's dismissing the positive in situation in situations someone says wow man yo you scored three three touchdowns man that was amazing but you on the other hand you're like yeah but you know i did fumble the ball and when i fumbled the ball that put our team in a bad position and i can't keep doing that because last time i did that we lost the game and then all you're doing you're just harping on that one fumble completely dismissing the positive that you did and people do that a lot and sometimes we think that's helping us because we feel like okay if we do this we're most likely not to do it again but guess what that's not true because in life whatever you focus on expands and I'm not telling you not to look at it from a holistic picture. I'm not telling you to not look at the fumble at all. But what I'm saying is you glance at it, you say, okay, I did make this mistake. Okay, boom. All right, how can I adjust it? But then you stay on the fact that you scored three touchdowns. And that's something for a lot of us. If you find yourself really focusing more on the negative than the positive, then I can show you why you're getting the results in your life that you're getting. Then there's the black and white thinking. You say, man, if I don't win a championship, man, my life is over. I'm a loser forever. Like there's this big thing like in the NBA and the media does this because, you know, they're trying to make money, so on and so forth. But it's like, listen, uh, an NBA player who has come from the hood who has made millions of dollars, who has not only changed his life, but has, has changed the life of every single person around him. Like he has, or she has created generational wealth. But yet, if you don't win a championship, you're nothing. I remember um, listening to uh, Draymond Green's podcast and he was interviewing Tracy McGrady. And he asked him a question about like, you know, does he feel bad that he didn't win a championship or whatever? Or does he regret? He's like, nah, man, look, it's hard to win a championship is it's hard. Like so many things have to fall into place. 
Like, you have to be healthy. Your teammates have to be on point. The organization has to make the right decisions. The coaches have to make the right calls. Somebody, you know, everybody has to be healthy. It's like so many different things have to fall into place in order to win a championship. And he's like, man, look, I, I got a good life. Like, I made millions of dollars. I've helped so many different people. I've done so much. Listen, I played my best. I made the Hall of Fame of basketball. Like, come on, man. I don't win a championship. Like, it is what it is. Many people don't win a championship. And see, that's the mindset to have. But, but most people will have, man, like I didn't win a championship. Like, you know, my my career, it, it meant nothing. Nah, it's not either or. It's not black or white. This holds, this hangs up a lot of people. Now, you see cognitive distortions, man, I could I relate them to weeds. It's like weeds to grass. They will choke you out and kill you <laughs> mentally and emotionally, that is. So I'm I'm here to help with that, right? And and the question is when, where, and why are cognitive distortions are formed? Okay, when? They're normally formed during major stressful or perceived life-threatening situations. And this, where does it normally happen? It normally happens in childhood. If you grew up around violence, uh, you were picked on, uh, you were verbally abused by parents, caretakers, you were abandoned by your parents. Like this is when these cognitive distortions are formed. I remember when I was in middle school, I got into this major fight and then um, I got jumped. You know, the, the boys, um, his friends, they, they, they jumped me. Right. And it was not until 15 years later. 15, maybe even 20 years later that I realized how much it affected me. Like from there, I developed a social anxiety. I didn't go out into places that were uncommon, that I wasn't sure of, that I didn't know people because it was my mind's way of trying to protect me because I stayed stuck in that moment of those boys jumping me. And I didn't realize that this really affected me. It affected me greatly. So, this happens to a lot of us where we don't realize that these cognitive distortions are formed because there's something that happened to us in childhood. And this is exactly how our lives begin to take shape and form when we we're not aware. And I kind of alluded to it a little bit. But the reason why these cognitive distortions are formed is to help protect you from being hurt. And you see, that's the brain's job. The brain looks at a situation it's like hey danger 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 because this happened to you then and then it makes a a general i guess picture it creates a general picture for the rest of your life that anything that smells that that looks that feels like that situation that got you into that trouble that time is going to make you stay away from it so nobody wants to live like that no one right so we got to find solutions how do we overcome these cognitive distortions? First thing you can do is ask yourself, are your thoughts helping you or are they hurting you? And of course, I'm not talking about physically, but I'm thinking about hurting you in your life. Are they hurting you in your life or are they helping you in your life? Are they holding you back or are they pushing you and pressing you forward? Another thing you ask, the other thing you can do, I should say, is question all of your thoughts. 
every single thought that comes into your mind, question it and say, man, why did I think this way? Why am I thinking this way? Why am I feeling this way? And you may not be able to have the answer right then and there, but the brain does this thing when you ask a question, it may not give you the answer then because it has to go through the file cabinets and figure out why and go through different experiences. And then one day you could be in the shower, one day you can be playing a sport, one day you can be out with friends and then boom, it just clicks in your mind. You say, oh, wow, this is why this happened. This is why I'm thinking this way. This is where this cognitive distortion comes from. Then, right, along with that, you have to go back. Do your best to go back to the very first time you've ever thought this way because once you can go back to the very first time you ever thought this way then you're able to really break down as to why you were thinking this way why you were feeling this way in that situation and as you deconstruct it you can begin to construct another way of thinking another type of experience or different type of emotions with that experience then of course there's speaking to a mental health professional because you can do all these things but it's only so far you can go without speaking to a mental health professional consistently. They can really help you work through these thoughts. And the sooner you do this, the sooner you'll be able to perform at your best every time you step on the floor in the field. And most importantly, you will have peace of mind in life. Thank you so much for joining me today. And if this episode inspired you in any way, please Subscribe and share it to as many athletes, coaches, and performers as possible. And this concludes today's episode. But before we go, remember the man that says he can and the man that says he can't are both right. Which one are you? Have a good one and I'll see you next time.